Stirring the Pot with Drip Kitchen. Hi guys, welcome back to whatever episode we are on currently. Did something happen to you guys? You guys just didn't tell me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what it happened today, actually. To both of you? Well, it wasn't like something that happened to us. It was just something we ran into. Yeah. Someone you ran into or something? Something. Can you guess what that something is, Kim? A person? No, but it was something a person had left behind. A poop. (laughs) That is a funny story because that did happen, but (laughs) that's not what it was actually about. You ran into a poop today or the other day, or you ran into two funny things in one day. I mean, I guess two funny things in one day, but there's just one story in particular. But I guess, but I did guess that you ran into poop today correctly. Okay, yeah, kind of. Wait, I kind of want to know about that a little bit, too. Dude, I went to the nastiest... Okay, so I was driving home, and I had still had two hours to go, and I had to go to the bathroom, and I didn't realize that the building was open, so I went to the porta potty which, like, was the most disgusting thing I have ever been to, and that is why I usually don't use them, but... <clears throat> yeah. Do what you have to do. Terrible. But, you want to get into the other story, Alexis? Yeah. <clears throat> I was going to say, let's uh, let's hear what the fuck you guys are going to tell me. Did you guys get divorced? No. Um, so, you know, we were packing for Texas today because we're trying to kind of be a little bit ahead of schedule. And um, during our process of packing, we were going through some boxes. A box that we have not had, had like any reason to look in necessarily like nothing that we needed so we haven't looked at it in a real long time right yeah well Um, we had this box at i want to (sighs) say the drift kitchen event last maybe probably um should i ask if she remembers hey kim do you remember do you remember that time that that we that i we (laughs) On the way down to Jersey, um, my mom had made shepherd's pie and you had some. <laughs> was, was there shepherd's pie in there? Um, I think so. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I think at one point it was shepherd's pie. Oh. Oh my god. Ew. Was that my fault? No, no, not at all. It was just put in there, you know, to keep safe. Like, it was in a box. And then it just got buried with stuff. And, like I said, the box, we, like, never needed to go in it. So. Wait, where was the box? In my garage. Ew! (laughs) I mean, what the box have in Alex is, like, hangers and yeah like a binder and a couple other things i just wanted to share that story with you kim so that you could have the experience with us (coughs) well that was disgusting (laughs) it just reminds me of a time when i was a kid and um 
the last day of school was always like this field trip thing. So we'd pack a lunch. And I remember, <laughs> I remember the first day of school the next year, I still had the same lunchbox. And I couldn't figure out why it smelled like trash, like around <laughs> me all day. And when I went to lunch, <laughs> I went into the side pocket and there was an old sandwich in there. Oh, no. That is the worst. It was... That was the worst? Does it happen a lot? It was, like, black. Uh, so this week we are talking to Brandy. Her Instagram name is popup underscore headlight underscore gang. So popup headlight gang. And um, she has a S13... Um, I think a couple S13s, a 350Z, and a Mini Cooper. So she's got a lot of cars. Um, but yeah, let's call her in. Hello. Hi. Hey. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Cool, cool, cool. Yes. Loud and clear. Um, so what got you into cars and drifting? Okay, so the cars thing, I was in the military. And there was this girl who worked in the weather shop, and she had a cute little Mini Cooper, and she did autocross. I had no idea what that was. And she asked me one day if I wanted to go with her, and I said, sure, why not? Something new. So we went to this abandoned airfield in New Jersey, and there was all kinds of crazy cars out there, just anything you could think of. Like, this guy rented, I think it was a Sentra or something crazy to drive the event, like a rental car. And turned it back in. And uh, it was kind of seeing cars, like normal cars, Corvettes. Um, and I got to do some ride-alongs. So I rode in, I think, a Trans Am, a Volvo station wagon, and a um, S2000. And seeing, like, normal people driving their cars and just having a fucking glass. And the plan was to do autocross. And uh, the transmission was a CVT, so that ended up going out. So that never worked out, but um, I also got an Eclipse. I didn't know shit about them, um, but I remember playing me for Speed Underground when I was a little kid, and I thought the Eclipse was the coolest car, so I ended up buying one, and uh, I drove it everywhere, like up to New York. Um, I didn't even know how to drive manual at the time when I got that car. Um, I'd driven maybe like five times before joining the military, and I just moved like a bunch of miles away from home. And I got the Eclipse because I was like, ah, hell yeah, need for speed. And it ended up being a manual. And I just had to talk to myself how to do it. I went through a couple clutches on the way there. Um, and then the drifting thing. So the autocross thing didn't really work out. And then I went to a couple drag events. And no offense to that crew, but it just didn't really interest me. It was kind of boring. And then uh, I remember going to my first drift event at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And that shit just snatched my soul. Like, I'd never felt anything more like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to invest my time in. Um, and so drifting kind of took over my world after that. It sounds like you caught the bug pretty quick, though. <laughs> I did, yes. I was, I was so sad after that. Um, I did go to another drift event again. So I was sandblasting full time crazy fucking job i was sandblasting a train it was like 17 hours a day in the middle of july it was me and one other guy and he ended up quitting halfway through so it was really just me sandblasting this whole train and i had one day off that whole two-week period and I, I spent it going to a piedmont 
um, drift event. And that's where I met that crew. I, I gotta, I gotta ask you, like an actual train, like on yeah, a girl. <laughs> like a fully functioning train. How the hell did you get into that? Um, I just get bored really easy. I've had a lot of weird jobs. I've done like, ch- I was a chaplain's assistant. I did airfield management for five years. I worked in homeopathics, like natural healing for a while. Um, I went to auto body school and quickly realized it was fun, but it's not for me. Um, but I did sandblasting while I was in auto body school and I wanted to find a job doing that. Cause that shit's fun as hell. It's so satisfying, like seeing all the rust and everything and just getting in there and bringing it back to the bare metal and making it new. So that's how I got into that. That's actually, that's really cool. <laughs> it was a fun job. <laughs> so anyway, you started at Piedmont, which I- I've never been to. Is that in Florida? Okay. So before I get to that, um, so drifting, getting into drifting was a huge step for me because I was one of those people where if I wasn't immediately good at something, I wasn't going to continue with it because I'm mortified. Like being embarrassed back in the day was just not it for me. So I actually paid like $1,200 to go to that Chelsea Denofa Drift School. And I flew all the way to Portland, Oregon. And nobody else ended up showing. So it was just me and him for like eight hours in his FD spec uh, bmw and so at the end of the eight hours he blessed his heart tells me tried he goes i want to help you but i don't know how and i said well fuck if this guy can't help me i'm just there's no hope for me ever drifting right but um i came back to north carolina and at the time i was dailing a s13 and I honestly didn't know. I'll be the first to tell you, I don't know shit about fuck when it comes to cars back then. I'm still, I still don't know. I'm learning as I break stuff. Um, But I ended up blowing the motor in that car. And then I I had three S13s at the time. So the first one, we went to Greece to get married. And in Greece, they don't do wedding gifts. They do so. We got a brand, and then when we got back to the states, the very first thing we did was buy that S13, and that was in like 2016. And that's kind of how the whole S chassis thing got started. And then one day I came home with two identical white S13s, and we had three in the front yard, and it just looked like a used parking lot or something. Um, and I ended up fucking up every single one of those before I ever even got to start drifting. And we had already had the Z for a long time. It's just been sitting outside and it never ran. The Z that I drive, I've been drifting for the past year. And I was like, I've been trying to sell that motherfucker forever. And nobody would buy it. And it was like, it only had like 50,000 miles on it. Wasn't banged up at all. That thing was mint. I mean, it's got heated seats, cruise control, the works. Nobody would buy it. And honestly, it was the universe not taking it out of my hands because, but I think November of 2019, I was like, I can't get my S chassis running. I'm just going to drift the Z. So honestly, I never liked them. I thought they were ugly. I thought only assholes drove them. But I was tired of missing out on seat time. So I was like, I'm just going to do this thing. So Piedmont. Piedmont, tandem town, best track in the whole world. They had a night event. And it was like a initial D-themed night of fire event. I was like, that'll be great. Nobody will see how shitty I am. I'll go drift in the dark. And I went up there, and it was an absolute train wreck. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know anybody there. I didn't bring anything. No tires, no tools. And it was like an hour and a half away from my house. Um, But like most people's first event, I just ended up autocrossing it. 
couldn't break traction to save my life. And uh, I was super bummed, super, super, super bummed about it. I was like, I didn't learn shit from Chelsea. <laughs> um, and then there was a, a little, the guys who run the private events at that track, they saw me struggling and they invited me to their private day, which was, so that was like a Thursday or a Friday and their private day was Monday. And uh, I'd already spent all my money getting into that event, but I managed to scrape up. I found some spare wheels that a girl helped me find and some tires. And I made it out to that event. I like maxed out my last credit card. And then I get there and my power steering pump blows up and my cam sensors go out before I even get to make the first lap. So beginning, it was just terrible. But, but what really made me stick with it were the Piedmont crew, like, they're just, they're just the best, honestly. And I've been to many other tracks, but nothing nothing beats the home track. The place is just out of this world. Um, and then I, I kept going back, and I kept having trouble. Like, just something would break on that damn car every single time. Ah, shitty fucking Z33, that's all this is. But no, it's just the new game. But Piedmont, how do I describe Piedmont to you? It's like... So people have described it as reckless and lawless. It gets a lot of shit, actually. Like, a lot of people talk shit about that track. Um, and I, I really don't get it. I don't know why. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite places. And the crew there is just, like, how you guys talk about English Town is how I feel about Piedmont. And English Town was way up on my list before you guys even... Before I started listening to the podcast and hearing you guys talk about English Town and how great the club these guys are... It was already on my list, but now that's, like, definitely top of my list. Because I just feel like it's definitely a similar vibe to what I get at Peapot. Yeah, that's North Carolina drifting. Yeah, we're a bunch of dick riders. Um, especially me, probably. <laughs> you know, I, I, I just have to say, right now, I didn't drive last weekend, and that was one of the best weekends of my entire life at English Town. Like, I had so much fun hanging out with those guys. Like, you should definitely come up, because they're the best. That's the plan. I want to go to um, Salem, Massachusetts, check out the witchy shit. Um, so I'm trying to do, like, uh, a two, two trips in one, drive to English Town, and then go check out that shit. So that's the plan for, like, later this fall. Oh yeah, I actually work. Yeah, I I work like twenty minutes from Salem, Mass, with like the witch's house and everything. That's so cool. I'm mad jealous. <laughs> Pick up some purses, go drifting. Cool. What's the current setup in the Z right now, at least for the season? That's that's a tough question because every single time I drive, the Z is changed and it's been like that since the beginning um except for the first event it was just a stock car and then the next event <clears throat> i installed a hydro e-brake i was one of those people that thought i had to have it because chelsea had one in his car when he taught me um so then i was trying to learn that and then the next event um, I went up to this warehouse in Greensboro called On Point Parts. They're a warehouse that sells mostly um, Z and G parts. Shout out to the boys. And uh, I grabbed a diff from them, and I had that welded by Cruise and Auto. They welded it for me. And so the next event, I added that. Um, it's just every event is something new. I feel like I'm trying to learn how to drive the car every event. This most recent event, I finally got coilovers. I saved up for a year, 
Um, I got the feels, the feels extension, the the basic boys. They were still like fourteen hundred dollars. Um, and I got those because Odie is my favorite drifter. I just think he's badass. But that's helped a lot with the body roll. It's pretty insane. Right now, the plan is to drive. Honestly, my plan is to drive it until I break shit. I do want to get some adjustable suspension up in the front so that I kind of control more of like my alignment and just keep the bitch running. Honestly, is the plan every event. I saw something on your like Instagram story the other day. Um, don't you have like a fuel issue or something going on right now with it? Yeah, girl, it's something new every week. <laughs> um, so that was that's probably one of my favorite parts of drifting. Is um, I had a period in my life called that I refer to as like the two, the two forty of tears period, where I had no car running. All my S thirteens were broken. The Z wasn't running. I was Ubering back and forth to two jobs. It was terrible. And I used to get so fucking depressed when shit would break on my car. I'd be like, oh, my goddamn wallet. I can't do this, guys. But nowadays, it's like when something breaks on my car, I get excited. Because that means I get to learn something new. Um, and that's just kind of my viewpoint on things now. Um, yeah, this fuel issue. I don't know. I know my tank's rusty. So unless these people are stealing my gas, which I do live in Florida, it's very probable that that could be the case. Um, I think my strainer might be clogged. Again, I had that issue a lot when I first ran, but I thought I'd gotten rid of the rest, but I honestly don't know. There's no leaks. Um, it's just off. So I've got to do some diag there. Honestly, I can remember the first time we met you. I think it was in NOLA, right? And yes. you just came balls to the wall every time you entered and like just get, it was so awesome. <laughs> I was really lucky that event. So my Z is my drift car and it's also my daily and it's been like that the whole time that i've been drifting but that event that nola event was the first time that i had a truck and trailer my sister um and her husband got a denali and they got a, a car hauler so that event i had a way to get back home and that definitely attributed to me being able to drive balls to the wall even though i still had to get to work that monday it, just, it always had like that is one thing I can't stop raving about is the reliability of that Z. How far you guys have seen I, I've driven it. Hmm? Oh, I was just going to say, how far did you have to go for that event? Uh, no, that track is about four, four and a half hours from okay. me. Okay. Yeah, but I have driven that car every, pretty much every month at, at one track or another. And uh, there was a period where... I was drifting every two weeks. So I think it was, where did I go? I drifted, I think, clutch kickers. And then I drove, the two weekends later, I drove my Z up to North Carolina, drifted it for, for a full day, and then drove it back. And then the weekend after that, I had another drift event. And no, like, no, traffic engine failure, my transmission's fine, drive shaft didn't blow out. It's just, you know, minor stuff. So I will rave till the end of my days. The reliability of that VQ just absolutely blows my mind. Hell yeah. I, I used to be like that uh, one for us, but now I'm a I'm trailer queen in it. Man, the only reason I brag about it, honestly, is 
<laughs> because I can't trailer it. <laughs> so I'm just gonna ride it for what it is. But I, I road trip that car. Like I, I drive that car to work Monday through Friday. I drive to St. Augustine. It's like five hours away, North Carolina all the time. Like we, she's my best friend. Like we go everywhere together. She gives me hell. I give her hell, but she's there for me. Hell yeah, I can, I can, I feel you on that. I mean, I don't think I drove my car as much as a daily, but like driving back and forth from events, it feels good to make it all the way home and like, oh wow, my car actually made it. Yeah, I get <laughs> a lot of it shit. doesn't, but I learned that the hard way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until you can, and then you're like, fuck. But people do give me a lot of shit about it. They say I'd be a better driver if I trailered it because I could, I would drive harder. That's probably my biggest challenge is that I know I have to drive it to work on Monday. Clutch Kick Cruise guys crap about it all the time. They're like, you could have gone harder. Your throttle commitment sucks. And I was like, I'm scared to bust this bitch. But I tried. It's like a like a balance. As long as you're having fun and you know what? Like, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. So Always. Um, what other tracks have you been to, though? Because um, you said you've been, like, driving it all around. Like, just give us a list of some of them. So, Chelsea's was the first I drove, and then Tandem Town, Piedmont, and then I drove to Pensacola, Florida, Five Flags, in May, and right after that was the first time I drove Clutch Kickers, and I've driven that pretty much every Sunday since last May, and then I drove NOLA, and I, I think that's it so far that I've driven. What are some tracks you would like to drive? So my goals for this year is uh, Club Loose is at the top, and then I really want to go to Mid Pond. I've heard great things about that, and then anything that No Drift is doing, um, Nola Drifters, those people are just some of my favorite bunch of people on the planet, and they're doing some really rad shit. I know No Little Motorsports is kind of weird right now with car track being shut down and everything, but. Anything that they have planned, I'm trying to hop on this year. We had so much fun when we went down there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're great. I love that whole crew. No Drift is a bunch of awesome, awesome people. Yes. They know how to put on a show. We we ended up driving down to the EYB in 2019, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that was that was probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, they're a rowdy bunch. We gotta have to have fun, that's for sure. So, um, what would you say your greatest moment in drifting has been and your worst moment in drifting? Every event is both. <laughs> I'm so hard on myself. And more so on drifting than any other area in my life. <clears throat> but honestly, my the probably the greatest moment in drifting. Okay, so I started in North Carolina, and a lot of the people that I had helping there was I had a, a tire shop that would mount my tires at a very discounted price for me, which I know, but I was able to use their shop whenever I needed. Okay, um, a lot of those connections I had there, a lot of people attributed to my husband, um, and it was kind of a crazy time last, like right when the pandemic hit, this is like a roundabout answer to your question, but I will get there. Um, I ended up being homeless for a little bit, like right when the pandemic hit and 
when I was putting my welded diff in my Z, I was using Cruzanato shop and I met a girl there named Miranda and I ended up moving in with her and she had a Z and we became best friends. So that was really cool how that worked out. And I lost my job, was kind of homeless. I couldn't get a job because of the pandemic. And I ended up deciding that I needed to leave the state. So clutch kickers had been a huge goal of mine. I was like, I got to drive that track. So I packed up two trash bags full of clothes. And I got a job in Florida almost immediately. Like as soon as I got a job, I got my Z with my two trash bags of clothes. And I just left. And I was terrified that I was not going to be able to build the support system in a completely different state that I had in North Carolina. Um, so I was working in a restaurant and then I got a job at AutoZone as a delivery driver to sort of make connections that way. And I got to meet a lot of the shops and I've met so many great people here that have helped me out so much. And I have been doing this damn thing by myself in Florida. This month makes a year now. Um, and that was huge for me. Like I said, <clears throat> Two years ago, I didn't even know what oil was. I didn't know that cars needed oil changes. I had the faintest idea. Um, so going from that, leaving the support system I have, starting my life completely over and doing this thing, like 95% of the time I go to events by myself or my sister will come and help me load up and stuff. That has completely changed my life I have all of the confidence in the world now I feel like can't nobody tell me shit it's just the best feeling and drifting gave that to me um so I would definitely tell any girl who's thinking about it has been considering it to just fucking go for it because it's gonna suck you're gonna break stuff but it's gonna be a learning experience you're gonna meet some of the best people you've ever met and honestly that's my goal I just want to help other women in the sport and that is the answer to your question. What is my best moment in drifting was realizing that I did do this fucking thing by myself and I'm going to help other women do it too. That's awesome. That's honestly really scary and a big step to leave that support system. And I don't know, that's just really cool. <laughs> Thank you. I do have to give a huge shout out to my sister though, because she kept her house pristine and I came here and now there's like car parts everywhere and oil spills and I've got like 40 wheels in the front yard, burnt rubber everywhere, and she's just been so supportive. Like, she's the best I could have ever asked for. Are you getting her into drifting? Yes! Yes! Okay, so I'm so excited about this. So I've been, she's the responsible one out of the two of us. She has great financial decisions. Like, I swear she should be the older sister because I am a mess compared to her, but I'm working on that because it was Christmas Day, you guys, and I'd been, I kept telling her, I was like, I'm going to get you a Z for Christmas, I'm going to get you a Z, and me and her husband were sitting on the couch, and he shows me a Z on Facebook Marketplace that was like an absolute fucking steal, this kid did not know what he had, it's mint, boys, it's mint, and I showed it to my sis, I said, you will never find this again, I was like, we gotta go get this today so she said yes which blew my mind and so we're it's christmas day and we had to go to like four different atms to get the money out 
um, because they each had like a $600 limit. So we were on Christmas evening. It was, I think it was like nine o'clock at night. We were going around all the different ATMs to collect the money. Uh, we hooked the trailer up to the Denali and the morning after Christmas, we, I think it was Jacksonville. We drove to like four hours away. Um, and she bought a Z <laughs> and um, now double trouble. And, uh, she wants to learn how to drift. Oh yeah. Yeah, we have an Instagram name. The name's super cringy, and I hate it, and it's the best. It's V Cuties. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so cool you get your sister involved, though. I'm happy to have someone, another female here to tandem with, because, you know, there's about a hundred people who drive the fun days at the Clutch Kickers track each round, and, um... There's usually 99 men, and I'm the one female. Um, there have been some really cool ones here. Uh, I got to meet Missy Waters. I drove with her. I think it was the Christmas event. Um, I'll never forget the first time I rolled up to Clutch Kickers, coming from small backwoods Piedmont, literally in the middle of nowhere, just a bunch of good old boys in the country, to Clutch Kickers. It was it was mind-boggling, and I pull up, and there's Colette Davis's pink 350Z, and they're, like, two-car, like, trailer with the thing that, like, lowers down, and Adam's car is coming out, and it was wild, so getting to drive with her, she's actually the one who recommended the GK Tech kit, angle kit that I have on my car now, and it's it's been really wild driving that track. Like, for, like, two events in a row, I was tenant next to Alec Honadale. I had no idea who he was. Like, everybody was like, oh, that's Alec. I said, I don't know who that is. Like, are you serious? Um, and then once I found out who he was, I got to ride with him on the Clutch Kickers track, and that was it's just crazy. Like, what other sport do you get to drive and, like, like learn from the pros, like, one-on-one? -on -one? Like, right after I rode with him, I did so much better on my next lap. And I also have to give a shout out to Mel from No Drift. She came down and drove the Clutch Kickers track. Her very first lap linked the whole goddamn thing. And I watched her. I watched her that lap. And right after, the next time I drove, I linked it. So that, that was huge. Like, I don't know if Mel knows how much she means to me, but that was really huge. Dude, she is a beast. She, she, she is awesome. She's so cool. And she... I don't think she knows how great she is. She damn better. Yeah. She threads. <laughs> I'm going to keep telling her. Missy, too. I'm really excited to meet her. We're meeting her this week. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I, I've been trying to get more, more girls to come out and drive. Um, I just met Tara, so um, I drove with her at the Clutch Kickers the first learner day they did. Um, so I finally have her and my sister are going to, oh, and I brought this, uh, girl, her name's Crystal to one of the clutch kickers event and she didn't know what drifting was, never saw it before or anything. And the very next day she went out and bought a Miata to drift. And then like a couple months later, she bought an S13 and then just here recently she bought a Z. <laughs> so she's got like all these drift cars now that she's building to drive. So I'm trying to build the scene down here. Pals out. Yeah. And you've been helping out us. Um, as well, because you've been working on um, our Facebook group. Yes, thank you so much, guys, for trusting me with that. 
Thank you, because we are the worst at uh, keeping that group alive. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I think a lot of people don't even know that we have a Facebook forum for girls who want to talk to each other. And boys. There's and boys. boys. Yeah. <laughs> All inclusive. Um, yeah, so I haven't exactly figured out everything that I'm going to do yet, but one, one thing that I would really like to build is a networking system like kind of like a track map so different drift tracks and girls who frequent those tracks like we have the drift kitchen clutch kickers event coming up in november and i want to host as many girls as possible so i want other people and other girls in that group to know that i'm a point of contact that they can talk to in reference to you know, finding hotels in the area or anything they need to know about this area, the track, um, just to make them feel more comfortable, whether they're traveling out of town or it being their first time driving the track. So that's a huge goal for me in that group is building the network of women in drift tracks. I cannot wait for that event. That is going to be so much fun. Me too, dude. I kind of just like threw that out there. I was like, Maybe I can get them to come here because that would be fucking stellar. And then it worked out. We have been trying to come down to yeah. Florida for so many years. It's been just like an idea that we've just kept throwing out there. And, you know, when you had reached out and you're like, oh, clutch kickers are like, yeah, we should do this. <laughs> Definitely. It's going to be a hell of a time. Are you going to be at the clutch you- kickers round two? Yeah, I mean... So the crazy thing is, is that I was born here in Crestview, Florida, but I never lived here. And then they built that track here. Guys, it's destiny. It's like it was meant to be. <laughs> but yeah, I live like 15 miles from that track now, so I'm at pretty much every single event. That's awesome. I am going down like the Thursday before, so I'll definitely call you because... Yeah, I'll be doing a booth there. Good deal. I know some places we can get some good brews. Hell yeah. <laughs> be safe, Taylor. Be safe. I will. I will. I think I'm just going to do some camping and, yeah, then I might make my way. Right on. Maybe uh, turn on that track my location or something. I will. I will. I'll turn it on for you guys. All right. So, is there anything about you that uh, people don't really know that you wish they did? I know that's a weird one, but... Yeah, I don't know why, but everybody thinks that I'm not married. (laughs) So, just putting that out there, that's a thing that I am. I love my husband. He's super supportive now. He wasn't always. He used to yell at me for spending all of my money on my drift car, but now he's totally on board and couldn't ask for a better supporter and then uh the second thing is that i'm actually really girly like everybody assumes that i'm not but pink is my favorite color i wish the whole world was pink um but yeah those are the two things what are some of your other hobbies what are beer i love beer man i love making it i love drinking it i love talking about it um i've actually brewed my own beer um, and I have a beer review Instagram if you guys want to follow me. It's called Sipping Sideways with a Z. Um, sideways to throw in the drift angle and also because we're sipping the brews. Um, so follow that, Graham. Um, I also love 
powerlifting. I'm going to be doing my very first event next month. <sighs> I love traveling. Oh, yeah. So I just bought a bus. I actually bought that bus the day after the Drip Kitchen event. Hell yeah. That's like my dream. <laughs> yes, I know. I love so I'm so excited. So it's got the 7.3 liter turbo diesel in it with the Allison transmission. So it 1000% can tow my drift car wherever I go. So the ultimate, like my ultimate life goal is to build a badass bus, have racks for all my wheels, um, tow the drift car and just go all over the country, going to different drift tracks and seeing what the world's got to offer. Dude, that is a dream right there. That is, that's the move. <laughs> Yes, ma'am. One thousand percent. It's like a full size bus. Oh yeah, it's huge. It's it's gigantic. Um, I think it's like forty feet long. Wow. Yeah. So that's in my my inventory of cars. Are you inside super pink and girly? Is it? Oh, gonna you know it. <laughs> it's gonna be like light pink and then a ton of plants. Plants are the new pets. Pets are the new kids. I think the only other thing that we had was um, because you said that you got into like cars and stuff through someone that you had met in the military, and I, there's not like a, a ton of women in the military. So, can you like talk to us about your experience in it? Yeah, so I was stationed in New Jersey. I did airfield management, so I lived on a flight line. 12 hours a day, six days a week, and I never saw the sun. I was a vampire. Um, but there's some upsides to that. Since I was just getting into cars, I was able to watch every single episode and season of Top Gear ever <laughs> on that night shift. Um, watched all of Mighty Car Mods, and that's where I found my my absolute love for Pagani's. That's another huge goal in my life is to go to the Pagani factory. Definitely my all time favorite manufacturer. Um, but I. For five years, I did airfield management, so that was basically, like, all the air traffic coming in and out. I filed the flight plans, which was, like, the aircraft's highways in the skies, dealt with in-flight emergencies, whether that be, like, smoke in the cockpit or ground emergencies, fuel spills. Um, luckily, we never had any crashes at my base. We had, we had tankers, you know, so C-17s, DC-10s, in-flight refuelers. Um... It did get very snowy, as you girls know, up that way. So we had to do ice tests, um, traction tests for the planes. So we had this meter that we would sit in the car and we would go down the runway. I don't remember how long the runway was. But every thousand feet, you'd have to go accelerate as rapidly as you could and then slam on the brakes and slide on the ice. And we had to do that um, very often throughout a shift. So... I got used to whiplash very early on in my career, um, and I got to slide on ice in a government vehicle. So that that was probably one of the highlights of my jobs. But uh, another one is, is that we had aircraft coming in from all over the world. So I got to meet a bunch of foreign diplomats, and they would always bring us gifts. Like we had some Peruvians that would bring us all kinds of cultural food, and I got to learn a lot in that job. And then the other three years that I was in, because I was in a total of eight. I uh, was a chaplain's assistant, so I got to help the people who were in the aircraft because uh, I saw a lot of depression 
and uh, sad boy times for people who are in the military. So, and I, I just felt like I needed to do something about it. So that was why I chose to switch that career field. And then I got out of the military on Valentine's Day um, because it was interfering with my drift schedule. I mean, I couldn't do it anymore. You had like drift training in the military, sliding on the ice. So (laughs) a little bit, yeah, close to it. Uh, It was cool because I got out on Valentine's Day and uh, I went and got pop-up headlights tattooed on my middle fingers. Every time I flip somebody off now, I've got pop-up headlights. Um, And then um, February 15th, my first day as a free woman, I spent drifting Piedmont. Hell yeah. That's definitely a way to spend it, that's for sure. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, And uh, when I was, I turned... 26 on March 26th last year. So the, my final day of 20, be, being 25 was a private drift event at Piedmont. And it was like right when the pandemic hit. Um, so I didn't have a job. I was doing Uber um, and I was living with Miranda. And I scraped up enough money to go to that private day. And I, it was just really crazy because we were in the middle of the pandemic and there was nowhere I'd rather be in the world than sliding that track. I love it. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Definitely. Thanks for listening to my stories. So I will see you then at round two, right? Definitely. And I just want to say to any other girls listening to this track, if you're planning on heading this way um, in November for the Drift Kitchen Clutch Kickers event, definitely reach out to me. I will support you any way that I can. Um, And I have to give a huge shout out, if you guys don't mind, to On Point Parts. I have just recently partnered with them, and they mostly do Z chassis and G chassis. But uh, if you use my code initiate five percent branding, you can get five percent off all of your orders. Oh yeah, those are the boys, dude. So I met them like in December driving Piedmont. I had no idea who they were. I just tossed my keys to them. They're like, "You're gonna let me drive your car?" And at the time, I didn't give a shit about my Z, so I just let anybody drive it. I tossed them the keys, they took it for some laps, and then they let me drive their G, and then they were like, by the way, we own a Z warehouse, do you need anything? And I said, yes, yes, sir, I do. Um, so they became great buds of mine, and then they're, they're just honestly the best. Like, there have been times when <sighs> my sister hates it, but I'll normally drift into our driveway, and uh, one time I overcooked it, and I hit our curb and completely bent an arm, and my wheel was, like, sideways under my car, and I posted about it on Facebook. I was like, look what my dumbass did, and uh, no lie, they had parts in my ma- in the mail on the way to my house before I even said anything about it. Like, I did not even have to reach out to them. They just, they're so proactive on it, and their main mission is to build the drift scene as well. That's why they do what they do. So, there's the boys! <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey guys, I want to take a minute to introduce you to our podcast sponsor, Swivel Mount. Swivel Mount is a camera mount that swivels. It's made specifically for drifting. Why waste time bothering track workers to set up your GoPro mount? You can have one you don't have to worry about. You can place it on or off any car in seconds, making it easy to get great footage. Swivel mount uses magnets to stay on your vehicle. Your GoPro won't fall off into the guy or girl tandeming behind you. I know for me personally, I like seeing how I progress over the events. 
Getting a chance to see the swivel mount footage is a way to study all of my runs. Swivel mount helps capture sick footage, and you can get a custom colored flag to match your whole aesthetic. Go to www.theswivelmount.com and use code DK10 to get 10% off anything on their website. Taylor? Yes. All right. Is this, is this when I do my What More Weekly Wisdom? Yeah. Of course I say it right when I'm not fucking even trying to say it. <laughs> exactly. Take it away, baby. All right. So this week, my Whitmore Weekly Wisdom is to stop limiting yourself and taking away from your own potential. And don't be a snake bitch. Yeah, don't be a snake bitch. Definitely don't be a snake bitch. (laughs) And on that note, we will see you next Tuesday. Thank you guys again for tuning in and listening to us ramble. Definitely check out the next episode. Appreciate all your support. Don't forget to follow Drift Kitchen on Instagram and to check out their big cartel site and pick up some merch. Thanks again, guys.